Pratt brothers, coaches, men who lead with grace and style. Interludes Extra sports correspondent and co-host Tony Thompson made a big deal to me regarding an upcoming collegiate football team about to make history in South Bend, Indiana. As I still learn the ropes in football, and as me and coach get ready for the upcoming NFL season, it's great to have a conversation and learn a little bit more with the athletic director and leader of Tennessee State University. Hmm, Tennessee State University, or TSU. This HBCU also made history earlier this year as its marching band, the Aristocrat of Bands, won the Grammy for Best Roots Gospel Album. The program continues in its historical making legacy by becoming one of the first HBCU college football teams to play against an NCAA First Division University, Notre Dame. And the game will be streamed nationally on NBC Peacock this coming Saturday, September 2nd. Today, Coach Tony and I speak with Dr. Mickey Allen about TSU, the historical game to be played this Labor Day weekend, and celebrating how music influences the way many athletes get their head in the game. As we conclude our 50 years of hip-hop discussion with Dr. Allen, we also celebrate the life and legacy of the King of Pop, Michael Jackson. It's Game Changers and Grooves for this edition of Interludes. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. Text the word LEGAL to 347 652 0243 for more information. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. Hey, coach. Who's yeah. here? Who's here visiting hey. with us today? Again, my illustrious brother from Kappa Alpha Psi, my man. I've been knowing my guy. We go way back like a pair of dirty socks on the baseball field. We go back. And, you know, this gentleman is not only has uh, worked and climbed his way up the ladder, but he is now back at the HBCU level making a difference. It's my guy, none other than Dr. Mickey Allen. All right, Dr. <laughs> Allen, welcome, welcome. Hey, Here he look, is. Yeah, yeah. Man, what's up, bro? What's going on, Fred? You doing all right, Tom? Man, I'm good tonight. I'm good. Glad to, that you could just, I know you're busy, man. I'm just glad you can pull a way to jump on one of the hottest shows coming up with Val Voice and myself. I really appreciate it. Hey, no doubt, man. Hey, with that intro, man, you brought me in like I was coming out on Def Comedy Jam, brother. No, I said, man, I'm not, I'm not spinning the pill. <laughs> right, right, right. No, man, man but no, uh, I appreciate you all having me on. I uh, heard a lot about what you all are doing in this space and great energy. Love, love, man. good people. Yeah. Well, we're having some fun out here now, you know, yeah. Dr. Allen, we have some fun and it is good, you know, the uh, the audience we got is nationwide, New York, Chicago, 
Miami to California, you know, and, and we try to bring good things on them, you know, and so that the audience on tonight, we're talking a little bit before you jumped out of here about Michael Jackson and Prince, and I put a little question out there for them. You know, we if we had a versus going on right now, you know, that's the big thing. Ooh. <laughs> is it Michael or is it Prince on the versus? Oh man, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with the the king man. Hey, I'm, that's Mike, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike. Now, now, Prince, man, Prince brought it, but uh, Mike just is. I mean, he dominated the charts. So I gotta go with I gotta go with Mike. And when you think of PYT and Human Nature, and yeah, I love the Human Nature. Yeah, man. Then then he did the. Then he did the uh the collab with uh what is that flower tree with butterfly? I mean, oh yeah, know. that was that was ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was yeah, his latest uh his latest latest tunes and tracks, they're classics, and uh he uh he was definitely an icon. Chris was as well too now, but uh but I'm gonna go with Mike. I'm gonna stay with the flat shoes and the moonwalk. And <laughs> the stay the flat shoes and the moonwalk. <laughs> Dr. Allen, my favorite performance of Michael Jackson was the Motown 25. And when all of the brothers were on, and then of course he did the classic Billie Jean with the white glove and the white socks and did the moonwalk. Come on, man. Come on, man. Isn't that iconic? It was it was like time stopped. Wasn't it? It was like you everybody remembers that moment and you and it was his stage and it's like okay i'm gonna moonwalk and i'm gonna separate myself from my brothers <laughs> and i give y'all that piece because i give y'all that piece because you know me we, we, we all grew up back in the day so you know back in the day you know we were trying to pop lock you know and in every pop lock you can be a pop lock if you ain't had a moonwalk in there right come on now come on now yeah 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 i mean you uh you know yeah. that pal because yeah, you went, you went. Uh, I guess you went breaking. You had ozone and turbo, and and there you Kelly, go, and turbo there. And then there Mike you go. Just, <laughs> Mike there just you changed, go. yeah, Mike just changed the game, man. And uh, he took everybody from the breaking uh, out of the electric boogaloo to the uh, to the moonwalk, man. And he just, like I said, man, iconic figure, uh, individual that really uh, transformed uh, the music and in uh, the dance world. So no. Uh, yeah, he uh he's missed, man. Man, that is and this, uh, and this would and this would have been his 65th birthday, Dr. Yeah, Allen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know uh, I know I've seen that a, a, across social media and mm-hmm. just to think Michael Jackson would have been 65. I guess there's some people uh that that grace this 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 beautiful earth that they I guess they weren't meant to be old. He has my favorite album, Dr. Allen. You see it? Which, oh, okay. Yeah. I got, yeah, I yeah. got oh, it off the wall. Yeah, off the wall. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey these young cats, they don't know about all that. They, you know, they don't know. Dr. Yeah. Allen, of, of the, the seven albums that Michael recorded, what's your favorite? Because we, we can't do favorite singles. That's too many to mention. Yeah, but yeah. seven albums of the seven albums, which one would you say is your favorite? I would say off the wall. It's just a classic. Yeah, that classic. Uh, yeah, that's the classic. Uh, you know, you had uh, you know, human nature in there. Uh, don't stop till you get enough. Till you get in, yeah, uh I'd have to go there. I'm all about how it starts, right? And so mm-hmm. a lot of people like the finish, you know, the finished product. I like when it was just rough grant grind. Yeah, we had the, when he still had the big nose, right? <laughs> that part. 
yeah, yeah. But uh, everything was in that record because that was the one that that you know that took him on that solo run, and uh, he put his heart and soul in it. He, it came yeah. out. But no, nothing against Thriller. It beat it. They all were, they all were. Uh, you know, their albums had uh, had their relevance in time. That that would be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 here's a joke from one of our audience members, mm-hmm. Dr. Allen. Oh okay. my goodness, we were asking about Annie. Are you okay from Smooth Criminal? And uh-huh. uh, Annie, we were. I just asked the question earlier. What happened to Annie, and why wasn't she okay? So uh, Daniel said Annie can be allergic to peanuts. Prince would write a ballad, but now Annie's eating peanuts dressed in purple. I, Daniel, you, I don't understand. I, we have crazy audience members. It's very, it's very oh, hilarious. Yeah, okay. yeah, very. Uh, he, yo, come on, Daniel. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> hey, 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 man! I don't know where, I don't know, I don't know where Annie got the peanuts from, but I'm just saying. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we can, you know. But you know, notice, Coach. Dr. Allen is showing all of his teeth reminiscing about the music and just I'm I'm always thinking about that intersection between sports and music, sports and hip hop. Mm-hmm. How do you see it? How do you see how music has influenced sports and on the co- collegiate level as well as the professional? Yeah, yeah the professional realm. So you'll see today, you know, the athletes they want to they want to be around the entertainers and, and vice versa. Entertainers always are courtside or right. you know, in a in a luxury box around some of the greatest athletes. You look at LeBron's interaction with Drake and you right. know, and vice versa. You know with uh, Travis Scott and some of these are artists. You uh, it's the rhythm when you're an athlete. You always if you're a great athlete, you're playing with a rhythm and a beat. You know it's right. a cadence. And uh, that cadence starts pre-game. You're on the bus or you're on the flight. You got your earphones on. You're rocking, and those songs, I'm telling you, they stick with you. I mean, it. It was times I played in Neyland Stadium and other arenas, and I could have sworn, you know, it's I'm 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 opting out moves to Jay Z's encore. You know, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> encore. Do you want more? And I put my foot in the ground. I'm putting my foot in the ground. I'm getting missing. Right, right, like right now. Like whoever in front of me better be stepping because I'm about to get them. <laughs> that's it. So you, uh, that's I think it's just that vibe and 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 too. You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of our kids on our team. Uh, you know, my my student athletes, they love music. We embrace that. You know, that's part of our HBCU culture. You know, it's uh, it's a rhythm on our campus. We love it. We embrace it. Coach George, you know, after the after we win a game, his uh he's a Philly, you know, he's a Philly product, so right. he's gonna put on his meat meal. Yeah, he's gonna put that yeah. meat back. And you you could have got on him and told him to go back older and older and get on some of that DMX. Go right. some of that real anthem. Yeah, you what? Used to, you used to get that what? that And speaking of him, you know. It's so funny, you know, again, everybody, you know, we talked to Dr. Mickey Allen, Tennessee State University Athletic Director tonight here with Val DeVoyce and myself, Coach Tony on Interludes Talk on Tuesday. You know, a lot of people, Dr. Allen, don't realize that this is the first weekend of a Power Five at Notre Dame University taking on 
an HBCU, which has the largest logo of any of the HBCUs in that Tennessee Tiger logo. But tell me and and us, what does that mean to you as a young athletic director to come in, Mm -hmm. change the face of what the program is looking like, and then within your young tenure as an athletic director to be able to be on a national showcase, NBC, what does that mean to Tennessee State University, its alumni, and the football players who played many, many years ago and now up to par. Tell us how how's that you know, going? Well, you know, in 2020, I took over a program that has a long-standing history, an iconic program. Uh, you know, and I'm bringing my Power Five experience. Uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time on the Hill at Tennessee, but also spent a large portion of my life on the ten- Tennessee State campus as well. My grandfather's history, both of them went there. My wife's a graduate. My brother. Uh, as well. And so, uh, and I got my graduate degree there and I always wanted the job. I always wanted it. I didn't, it didn't matter when it was offered to me. I wanted to be in a position to take it over and bring, uh, bring, bring flavor to it that would renew and restore the history, the proud history and tradition of Tennessee state football and athletics in general. Uh, And so we've done that. We've been intentional on scheduling. Scheduling is important uh, in the HBCU realm, we've tried to schedule HBCU homecomings. That's important. We've had, we got Norfolk State this year. We had Bethune last year. We're working okay. on some prominent HBCU institutions to play for homecoming. I think that's important. Getting our uh, John Merritt Classic back uh, to an or earlier game that features prominent HBCUs, talking Alabama A&M and some others. But then when you look outside of that, that HBCU footprint, it's important that you're playing power five institutions like Notre Dame and, uh, you know, and, and we're playing North Dakota State, which is a powerhouse in FCS football. But yep. we're doing this because our kids deserve to be on the national stage. Our program deserves to be on network. I remember when they used to have BET used to feature HBCU institutions. They need, they need remember to that. back. Remember that? Uh, yep. But ESPN, we're trying to to make sure that we push the envelope to make sure that our HBCUs get the proper exposure. And that's important for our student athletes because if they get the exposure, then that's the the front door that they need to audition to play on the next level. You know, there's a lot of talent. We've had over 121 uh, former student athletes that graced the campus of uh, Tennessee State University. And so... You know, and then when you look at we have we're the only HBCU that has an active NBA player, Robert Covington. You oh, know, Dick Barnett. Right. Dick Barnett. Yeah, two Chi-Town, you know, two two yellow coats and Richard Dent, Claude Humphrey. We have Ed Tutal Jones that needs to be in the hall. So we yep. have we have uh, an entertainment value with a Grammy Award uh winning AOB, and we bring a lot of flavor, man, in the, in our conference. Mm-hmm. When we play, everybody comes to see our band and our team, and they come to see us show out, right? That's what Val was talking about, you know. Yeah. And, and, and tell them, Val. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. I was, I was yeah. thinking, I, 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 we cover, this show covers the Grammy Awards, and when mm-hmm. it was mentioned that Tennessee State won uh, for a, a Grammy for that song that they did, I'm thinking right. – well, Tennessee State, that wow, they were they got nominated and they won. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is huge. And what did that mean for 
for T- TSU. What did that mean, that Grammy win? Well, I mean, it's <clears throat> the band. I say the band and athletics. When you look at marketing, visibility, just being that magnet for the institution, because the band and, and athletics always say we're the front porch. You know, we're mm-hmm. uh, we're on center stage and we're a conduit to really uh, be that attract that attractive piece for a student to look in in high school. Like, hey, where am I going to spend the next four years of my life? Right. right. And and so those two entities, when they're front at the forefront and they're rocking and we're doing things first class, it, it bodes well for the institution and the advancement of the mission of the institution. And that's what I tell our staff. That's what I tell our student athletes that signed to become a part of our program. You represent Tennessee State University, uh, but you also are uh, a part of continuing the legacy and drawing students like yourself to come uh, be a part of what we got going on, especially in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Interludes is now available on the Live 365 app under the Absolutely Focus radio platform. We have partnered with Absolutely Focus Radio to give you more aspirational, more informational, and more motivational tips from our insightful interviews with today's top creatives and business professionals. Come be inspired by the platform Absolutely Focus Radio only on the Live 365 app. Check out our platform, Interludes, a Pure Lighthouse production, by downloading the Live 365 app today and search for Absolutely Focus Radio. Newsflash, Val The Voice Johnson is currently one of the lead moderators on the platform, The House of Creativity on Clubhouse. Val The Voice Johnson can be heard leading the THOC news team, with Latino relationship and good news and entertainment news that you can use to peruse your daily life. Join us every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern in the House of Creativity. Become a member of the House of Creativity on the Clubhouse app today. And now, back to our show. Oh, that, that's nice. And you know this weekend is so busy because uh, down the street in this little bitty city called Chicago, you know, there's other HBCU <laughs> in the Valley and Pine Bluff coming to play in Soldier's Field, you know. And, yeah. you know, and it's crazy because you got two big powerhouses in the Midwest, which there's no HBCUs. So having to say that, what I'm telling you, man, make this is a huge opportunity just to put that HBCU logo, you know, in the forefront of the Midwest. Because I can tell you, as a PWI student myself, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really realize what the HBCU were. But I was coming up, obviously now I got someone like Val in Chicago. We talk to the kids. When I go back home, I'm always wearing my TSU stuff. I get people stopping me all the time, you know. So looking at this game that's coming up this particular weekend, looking at the HBCU game that's going to be in Soldier's Field, how does that impact other HBCU programs that now that these other programs, these Power 5 programs need to really take a serious look and open the door and get some of these teams an opportunity? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, my hat goes off all the time. I'm not wearing one, but I tell, uh, you know, uh, the AD there, Jack, we have a good relationship. Uh, coach Freeman's a new coach at Notre Dame. And when this game was scheduled and we worked with that institution, uh, they've never played an HBCU, nor have they ever played Notre Dame. They've never played uh, an FCS opponent. 
And wow. so they, uh, they, but they said, hey, if we're going to play an HBCU for the first time, we want to play Tennessee State because of, because, awesome. <clears throat> because of their history and, and, and some of the things that I mentioned prior. But, you know, across the board, what uh what we're we're hoping is programs in the sec uh you know you look at all the the shift in the uh, collegiate landscape with conference uh conference uh shifts you want uh hbcus like your north carolina ant uh mm-hmm. howard and some of these institutions not to just get a big payday and a big guarantee but but uh, but, but but to have uh, a program that that looks in and says hey you know, we're a power five, but let me look at an institution in the HBCU landscape that does things the on a high level and marries and matches with what we uh what we reflect as an institution because it's all about institutional alignment. And uh, you know, and I think that's why Notre Dame uh said, Hey, we wanna we wanna play Tennessee State, and we've heard nothing but positive uh positive feedback on events that are going on in the city of uh South Bend. Oh man, they got you know uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of their uh, sororities and fraternities uh, legacy on the legacy and alum side. They're doing events. Uh, you know, I know our our contingent, uh, our institutional advancement office, and a lot of our alums are connecting with school system with the school system there, going out and and delivering mm-hmm. messages to these schools and and saying, hey. You know, there's an HBCU and there's multiple HBCUs that are that are out there. But look at Tennessee State. This is what we have to offer from an academic standpoint. So we're using the full experience to make sure that we showcase and celebrate what we have to offer in that community. Man, that is man. That is that is you know, I, I don't even I, I'm left speeches on that again. We're talking to Dr. Mickey Allen, athletic director, Tennessee State University. Any of you guys out there and females, young men, young women running track, football, basketball, interested in Tennessee State, you know, reach out to 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 Coach Allen. I mean, uh, Director Allen, ask for some additional information. Yeah, Looking man, at hey, other hey, programs hey, on the university. Hey, T, there's also a lot of, uh, we got a big alumni chapter there in Chicago. And yeah, in Chicago. huge, huge. I was just about to, I was just about to mention that, ba- Dr. Ba- Allen. I don't know about that piece, man. <laughs> huge. Huge. I, hey, and the will always support you, big time. And with Chicago, and you just mentioned this, Dr. Allen, with Chicago having the largest TSU alumni legacy students, in other words, the uh-huh. kids that have that are coming now are their their parents or their grandparents attended TS, TSU. What what does that mean to continue that legacy, that legacy at TSU with with attracting the programs to come and to and to participate with what you guys have set up for TSU. Yeah. Yeah. The, the le- legacy is, is huge because, uh, you know, and you see that a lot at HBCU institutions where, you know, someone uh, broke the ice and attended HBCU and they passed that experience down uh, to the next member of their family. And it just continues and continues. And it al- almost becomes, uh, a, a, a situation where there's no choice when a kid comes out of high school. It's like, oh, you're going where you're going. Auntie went there, uncle went there, mom right, went right. there. <laughs> you know what to do. Hold on. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, too, the most important part about the legacy 
students are uh, that, and, and what I would continue to encourage uh, individuals that graduated from HBCUs to, uh, to do is continue to invest back in the programs in which you graduated from. Because once that investment is made back, that's passed down over generations and generations. And what's, what, what happens is endowments become larger, you know, right. scholarship endowments. Uh, and these programs such as the College of Engineering, Agriculture, Nursing, Sports Management, Business, now they have the resources where they can go out and recruit the best talent, the most mm -hmm. talented uh, students uh, out there in the landscape. And then when you start turning that U.S. What's that, US News, top yep. 25 universities, hey, we need to push, push, push and get our HBCUs up there. And uh, and that's how you do it. You do yeah, it. Those numbers have been great. I, and let me let me let me jump in here again. The one thing that I have in myself and as coach mentioned, we were both people that attended PWIs. Mm -hmm. I think about Stump the Yard. I think about uh, Drumline. <laughs> These are the films that come to mind. When I think about sure. HBCU, kind of that fictitious yeah. role. School days. And school days. School days. Yeah. And then, of course, a lot of people. And I did this uh, podcast a couple of couple of months back. And it was kind of talking about a different world. Like these are the these are the shows and these are the tell and these are the movies that influenced uh, generations to think about. Let me I've, I've never considered going to an HB at HBCU. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm seeing this and I, I want to go and I want to attend because what's thrown in our faces. Hey, if you go to Harvard, or if you go to these other you know uh, Ivy League schools, you'll get this. But I feel like who was educating us when no one else was. It was the HBCU, and I and sure. and that legacy, I believe, definitely continues in athletics. Oh and yeah, names. That's mm -hmm. a good point, Val. But mm -hmm. and and so yeah, that stigma is out there, and they you know yeah. there's always that conversation that there's uh, a different experience or different quality of education. But let's throw some names out. It one of the, one of the uh, an entertainment mogul, uh, Oprah Winfrey. There yeah. you go, Tennessee State. <laughs> Right? right, come on now, come on. I mean, more time. Everybody, everybody talked over like EF Hutton back in the day when Oprah talked anybody. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. But if you look at you look at Oprah, I mean, what in that in that communication space with Harpo Studios been going on? Right, our vice president <laughs> Howard. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, so there's names you can throw out there, and we can go on and on that uh, would speak to there's there's a quality education. And there's some information being transferred because there's some very, very powerful and influential uh, people in this country uh, that have a HBCU history. You know, that's yeah. that's amazing. And, and, and the funny part about it is, you know, Val, you know, he, he mentioned uh, about Covington, West Side Chicago guy. Wow. And then, of course, Dent. I just had an opportunity. We just had a senior luncheon this past weekend. I had a young uh, opportunity, Val, to meet a young brother by the name of Kirion defensive guy senior from Proviso West, West side of Chicago. He and I got to talking for a moment and I was more proud of him because I told him, you came down here and you graduated. That's what's the most important part. You not only left Chicago, but you came to Nashville and you stuck it out. You know, and he mentioned that he's been through multiple coaching changes, right? Multiple mm -hmm. options. And you know how that go, Mickey. Sometimes you have a change, especially when you're an athlete. You bounce, too. When a coach bounces, you bounce. This young man stayed the course, Val, and now he's reaping the benefits 
And what happens? In his senior year, he gets to play Notre Dame. Yeah, Davion Bryant, uh, yeah. this young man, this young man uh, he's close to receiving his master's degree. Uh, wow. He's a brother, actually, of Robert Covington. Uh, he does everything we ask him to do. Uh, he is a leader on our team. Yes, he's had an experience where, you know, he did have a coaching change when we brought in, uh, you know, Coach Eddie George, uh, but he has stayed the course and he is he is well respected by his peers and he's going to go on to do great things. And we, we preach that on our campus, especially in athletics, that we want our student athletes to come in. Uh, you know, they, they're very green. They don't know what <clears throat> what they want to do outside of being an athlete. We developed a program called Becoming. We launched it last year. And the reason we tagged it Becoming is we want our student athletes to come in in one form, but leave to become something else uh, other than just an athlete. So we expose them to uh, servant leadership. We expose them to industry. You know, some of them have inclination of getting in music, some construction management, some entrepreneurship. So we, we're constantly putting putting that in their face and exposing them to it and uh, because we want them to become excellent and ambassadors for our university and uh, we're, we're on the right track. He's oh, definitely, yeah. He's definitely I, just, I, I was amazed. And Val, I can tell you, sitting at this lunch and, and listening to each of these young men come up and talk, you know, and I talked to Eddie quite a bit, and Eddie and I had a conversation. I told him I was just really proud. You know, you get some 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 guys come in sometime, Mick, and they go to a certain program. It's about me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. But to see the family, like I said, the becoming, mm -hmm. and see what the, each of these young men had to say, that, you know, they, they become boys to men, basically, mm -hmm. within the program. And not only that, that Coach Eddie come in with not – this huge thing, hey, everybody I talk touch is going to go to NFL. I like that he's you know, just simply said, I'm trying to develop these guys into young, strong men. So when they walk off this campus, they're ready for everything else in life. I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. That's, it's pretty cool, man. And that's our responsibility. Uh, that's why I'm in it. That's why I got in this business to touch young men and young ladies, uh, just to transfer the knowledge, that elevator down approach. And uh, not only Coach George speaks that, but Penny Collins in basketball. Uh, Coach Evans. Danica Sutton in volleyball. She just won a championship. Her, uh, she has a young lady that uh, got in vet school at LSU. Uh, wow. 4.0, Gina Rivera, our best player, probably probably arguably of all time. Uh, she's, she's going to uh, get her doctorate. Uh, and then Coach Cheeseboro, the, the legendary track and field coach. That's there. You're going to go to class with Coach Cheese tells you to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to run you up out of here on the real way. Yeah. <laughs> that track get long, baby. <laughs> oh, man. man. That, is, that, that is awesome. I mean, and, oh, and Val, you know, yeah. at, at, they're sitting in the heart of Nashville, Come literally. On five, 10 minutes from downtown Nashville, um, mm -hmm. beautiful campus, beautiful background to the city. And that, you know, if you haven't added this into your visit as a college high school, as a high school student going to college rather, this has got to be one of your stop alongs. Because as you mentioned, you know, you got my guy, uh, we had 
Coach Ty Evans on on on, on one night already, Mick. You know, that's my oh, Milwaukee yeah. brother. Yeah, old Coach yeah. Ty, man, he's been yeah. been at Auburn, Alabama, Georgetown, yeah. St. Louis yeah. area, but he he found the right home, and so he's he's the he's doing well with the uh, with our women's program, and so you know. But you mentioned Nashville. Uh, when I came in, I said, you know, this big blue country, but we we operate in Roar City. We put that roar right. in there, and uh, they're gonna hear it. They're gonna hear the roar in everything we do. But the city is is growing. Yes. Uh, you know, it's becoming more diverse. Uh, yep. The scene is amazing. When we get kids on campus, they they immediately want to go downtown. We actually have right. a stadium downtown. Uh, we have first right refusal to play in Nissan Stadium, so we do have a locker room in a pro That's stadium. Neat. Uh, this branded Tennessee State. We take our young people there. We let them go on the field with the best player arguably to ever play for the organization in Eddie George. Right. Then we take them to Broadway and Fifth and let them see the scene, bright lights, big buildings. What else there you, you want? Uh, we're going to plug you to Bridgestone. You want to work at Amazon? We, we, hey, we're going to plug you in, but we're going to do athletics at a high level first. We're going to get across that stage. And then uh, we want to retain our student athletes here because uh, I, I say that speaks a lot about a city when you look at a college program, athletic program, or just an institution in general, when an individual graduates, do they stay in that city? Right. Hey, I'm going to tell you that. They take that, don't take that learning somewhere else. We want it to yeah. stay here. They yeah. see, I bumped into my, my classmate, Mick, to tell you that, who's a TSU graduated mm -hmm. 20 years later, at the stop sign on Charlotte, right by NES one day. And I, I ain't yeah. seen him since we came out of Chicago together. And all of a sudden I look over and there he is, man. So, you know, obviously when he graduated, he didn't leave. And Val will tell you right now, even the buzz in Chicago, Nashville is the new Chicago, as we say at home, because you got more Illinois plates than any other city uh, that's here. And it's a quick jump on, on, on Southwest, get home in an hour and 40 minutes or 30 minutes. And it's a quick drive right up 65. So yeah, in the city, I seen a little. I seen that I L A. I seen a little blue in there. Come on now, I seen it. No, yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh so, All right, yeah. let me let me let me let me go ahead and wrap this up. The this the team, the U.S. team, they recently won. Yes. They medaled um, yeah. from the track team. It it's an I guess athletics, as people try to say, it's important to any college collegiate program mm -hmm. um and you have definitely have spoken well of multiple programs not only athletics but as i look at these talented um athletes that won and medaled um i think overseas i think it was in hungary was it in hungary no, that they in Budapest. 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 right right how important is it for um our the student athletes at tsu to uh, how how important is it for them to be prepared for like an international stage such as this one for like the kids here that won and medaled for track and field because you're you athletics director that's all the athletics that's basketball that's everything sports yeah. and we uh and we introduce club hockey as well at the end yeah. of the draft so we we're going to break some ice there and, and get in that space. But as I look at that picture and you look at those individuals here that, that just that, that won the medal and represented the U.S., uh, you just think of the journey that they had to go through to get there and the times when 
things were not necessarily great, but they had to keep being resilient and working through, right? And understanding that there's an end goal. And, you know, the, it's, it's, it's the mindset. It's in between the ears. And that's what I think athletics and how it transcends into life. And there's so many life lessons, but, you know, that's the pinnacle. And uh, <clears throat> it's so great to see, uh, you know, young people, uh, specifically people of color, achieve greatness, uh, especially for our young people on our campus, because they aspire to to reach the pinnacle, to medal, uh, mm-hmm. to, be on a, to be on a draft uh, stage with the commissioner in whatever right. sport. But uh, <clears throat> you know, we uh, we 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 definitely uh, love when we see this. Uh, I think it it bodes well and speaks uh, to the country. Uh, we there's a lot. I mean, you see now on social media, there's so many youth. These these young people are starting at four or five years old, and, and yeah. got, got the helicopter parents. You know, right. training right. so early. I'm like, man, I, I got I got two at home, and my son, he's gonna be a baller. But I let him kind of develop, and you don't have to rush yeah. it. Just let him just let him develop. That's what I did with my son. I let him develop, man. Because when you get in it, and you start doing it at a high level. It's a it's full it's a full time deal and so and you have to juggle academics and so uh, on our campus we know that there's a huge responsibility to being a student athlete we try to meet our kids in that in that mental space to make sure that we have all the resources around them when things are up when things are down we're still here for them uh, and uh, we're gonna be advocates for their success. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be rooting for you for the for the Saturday show, and we thank you so very much, Dr. Allen, for being here. Be blessed, sir. All right, appreciate man, yo, baby, appreciate it. All right, all right, please. Oh my gosh, you always bring the dope, the dopest, <laughs> the dopest guest, man, Dr. I told Allen. You. Wow, come on, yeah. and and you see what Eric said. Uh, let me bring up his uh, okay, come up here. He says, Dope show. Thank you, Man, Eric. The big thing and the big takeaway that I heard, you know, from, from listening to him is that TSU, no matter what program, has done a heck of a job of balancing academics and athletics. And these young men are coming out, and these young women are coming off the campus, coming from various cities across the U.S. into Nashville, Val graduating and then the university is helping and allowing them to be placed in opportunities that help them grow in the future. That is just, that's huge. And if you're interested in seeing the Notre, Notre Dame and TSU, yes, that's, that's it. Very, I have to say I'm very NBC this Saturday on NBC, but it's going to be on uh, NBC and it is going to be the Notre Dame fighting Irish versus our beloved Tennessee State University Tigers. Uh, tune in this Saturday, September 2nd. I can't believe we're in September. Um, and, Three quarters and of the a, way. Right, exactly. And if, if you have the streaming service Peacock, you can definitely see this game on Peacock. Exactly. So we're Because we're national and we're all over the place. But thank you so much for tuning, tuning in today to see Dr. Mickey Allen, Coach Tony, and Val The Voice Johnson with its interview in its entirety. Please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe to the Interludes YouTube channel today. We are gathering all future guests 
all the entertainment news and coming back stronger than ever with Interludes, a Pure Lighthouse production, coming back in September. Our Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesday, sports commentator and co-host, Coach Tony Thompson, is gearing up for his all-new sports show, The Pull-Up Podcast, coming soon and produced by our Interludes production team. Interludes is now on the audio app Clubhouse. Come on and unleash the power of podcasting with me, your host, Val The Voice Johnson. We have invaluable podcasting tips and tricks that will help elevate your podcasting game. Join the vibrant Interludes Club community on Clubhouse today and connect with fellow podcasters and creatives who are shaping the future of audio content. Ready to take the next steps? Download the Clubhouse app and look for the Interludes House and become a part of the Interludes podcasting community. Your podcast journey deserves nothing less than the best and Interludes on Clubhouse is here to make it happen. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson. Produced by Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... Need help with wills, trust, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. For more information regarding legal protection or to join our worldwide sales team, text the word LEGAL to 347-652-0243. Become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interlude's Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash peerlightmedia. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash peerlightmedia. Light Media.